Welcome to the edition of Open All Ours, the QPR podcast. Tonight, I'm joined by three other QPR fans. And I'm not going to try and make any jokes about David Fraser or anything like that, though. I'm hosting, and you're stuck with me for the rest of the evening. Clive Whittenham, welcome from Loft for Words. Thank you. Hello. That's my professional. Yes, it was excellent. Absolutely flawless. Better than the first time? It'll sound better in the edit. I reckon so. Yeah. Mel Hockerich, how you doing, big man? Even, even. Yeah, or keep... morning, in case you're listening tomorrow. Yeah, you like that? That's right. You keep well, Mel? Yes, good man. Yeah, good man. And also we have Jim Darling on, first time on the podcast. And are you a listener? I'm a listener. I'm very privileged to be here. It's nice to see you're all human beings. I just thought I was just dealing with voices and pictures in programmes. So thanks for the welcome. Pictures and programmes, good link to Clive. Yeah, yeah. I've got, new, I've got a new headshot this year. Have yeah. you? Yeah, Simo, Simo said I couldn't keep using the one with hair anymore, so I've got, I've got a new one this year. <laughs> Does it bother you going bald? Yeah, terribly. Well, let's not do that. <laughs> I'm not, I could give an arse. I'm going bald. It's handy, like. He's, easy for you to say with a full head of hair, that's fine. No, I'm not. Oh, you have to laugh, Jesus. <laughs> like, you could. I once saw this thing, just just quickly, dear listeners, bear with me, we'll get on the coupon in a second. Oh, I thought it was the best, whatever. Someone's got a bald spot with a, a lawnmower. And then I thought it was quite oh, clever yeah, tattoo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, the what in it? No more. Anyway, <laughs> I've got no announcements to make, but I'll just say you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, everything you want to, and social media because we're out there. And please give us your comments, good, bad, or indifferent, and make them at the attention of David Fraser. Right, Saturday. I'm going to start with Mel. What do you reckon? Uh, better. Better get a bucket. I'm going to be sick. Now, um, yeah, I mean, Derby were quite a useful side. Um, uh, we played well, not bad in the centre half both teams could have won it I think possibly they might have shaded it but it was quite a decent game of football under not great conditions um, but we really look how many goals we scored this year nine that's our mm. problem Wells is dying to get a goal he's, 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 he's starting to bother him now I think um, we need a penalty or something he needs to get off the mark mm. but it, yeah not too bad uh, but I won't say much more than that I think the thing about Wales is it's kind of like when you go on the website and what they're promoting you is not making someone. It's not great when you're a striker. It's good if it works. <laughs> yeah, but you want to get him on there scoring goals. Yeah, I'm sure point. he wants to. I mean, but I think we had, I felt we had better shape when Bidwell went off as well. Um, yeah. I, I quite like Solek in the team because he, he's got natural width rather than just enforced width. We were often too narrow. Um, but it was, yeah, it, I think everyone came around reasonably happy. Yeah, that game. I wouldn't say happy, but uh, first half was pretty awful, look Clive, was yeah. it? Oh, sorry. You finished, Mel? Yeah, go on, sweet. <laughs> well, it was important that we didn't fall in a heap after conceding the first goal because uh, that's been a problem this year. As opposed mm. to last, when we got a lot of points in the last ten minutes of games this year, we don't really respond very well to adversity. Which comes back to Mel's point about we just we're not scoring enough goals, even though you know he went he asked for Premier League quality strikers, he was given them, and we we're not. We're not scoring as many goals as we were with Washington, Siller and Smith. So he does have to sort that out. Although I do think Wells is playing well. Um, it was a great time to score because uh, I think Derby, like every team I see in the championship this year that goes ahead, then just try and get rid of the rest of the game. Just mm. waste time, feigning injury and stuff. And I thought if the second half, we needed that goal early in the second half to stop that because by the end of the first half, I could just see it drifting away into another one of those dire 
championship games. Uh, got the goal early in the second half, and yeah, it was a proper game after that. It was a, it was watchable, which is more than a lot of the football has. You've been, been very critical about that, haven't you? In recent weeks, I, I'm just bored, mate. I'm so bored. Really? Like every championship, we've done it. I've seen us do it to teams. We tried to do it to Bolton and Millwall. Preston have done it to us. Sheffield United have done it to us. This attitude that is just get one nil up, and then even if there's an hour left, just try and get rid of the whole game. Like Derby were wasting time after 30 minutes on something. Yeah, there's, that an was hour, ridiculous. there's an hour left. I just, mate, I'm just, I've been bored a lot this season, to be honest. Uh, and I was pleased that the second half went the way it did on Saturday because it was a proper game. Both teams going to win, entertaining stuff. Second half, because um, I could feel the sort of life draining out of me at halftime. I just it's because we don't have that goal threat. You know, we go behind, mm. and you just even the Preston and Norwich games, which were only one nil, we never really looked like coming back in those. Do it's like because we don't have the goals in the team, and they're not coming from midfield either, are they? No, and I did think I agree with Mel. I thought we looked better for Sholek being on, and I thought we looked better at Reading. I know he was only on for the last ten minutes. I thought we looked better at Reading for Sholek being on. But you don't think he's brought a wee bit of um. Sparked his game like he's he's flanning the tackles. He's he's really getting he's covering every blade of glass. He's quite good at fullback as well because he's got a bit of pace as well. So when he when he has to play there, I think he's generally played quite well. And for a winger, he can tackle. Yeah, but everyone's a fullback and a winger these days, aren't they? So um, well, to be fair, when I played, I was never anything. I was crap. Yeah. But you know, yeah. I know what you mean, Lou. But Bidwell's injury was bad, Lou. I didn't. Like, I didn't really. I didn't really. I thought it was an eye injury at first. It looked like he'd, he'd taken a whack and whack in the yeah, face. Yeah, the fierce side. But I think it's the way he went down with the shoulder. <sighs> but you know, just we have we're going to have a problem with left back if he's not ready for a while. Um, Jim, where I, do you sit? I enjoyed way? it. You know, my expectations. Sorry, sit, I'm in loft lower, sat next to my ten year old son. Jack. Oh, so you're one with... of the ones that sit in the rules by themselves. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I pushed myself back to get out of the rain this Saturday. But yeah, there's me and Jack down there on, in the family stand. My hello, Jack. My, hello, and my daughter Maisie comes. Once a year, Hello, Maisie. Thank Christmas, you for Christmas that. game. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, do you know what? My expectations are to be bored the entire season, though. So oh. I actually quite enjoyed. I enjoyed Saturday. It was like a full-blooded game. It was pissing down with rain. The weather mm. was awful. There were a few more in the crowd for once. The crowd seemed half decent to me. It's always good when your away fans come, and I quite enjoyed the occasion because yes, there was time wasting and blocking all this, but I didn't actually notice it this week. I thought we played well. I agree. Pav coming on makes a big difference. Mm. Pace in the side, jury's out on Wells. I agree. It's hard to tell with him. You know, on the one hand, we go, is this the new Helgerson or something that we've got up front that's going to work and create space? Yeah, possibly. Forget, don't forget how shocking Helgerson was in his first. Well, exactly. Was. But you know, he also could just be a light upgrade on Washington. It's hard to tell at the moment. It's, there's not a lot going on, and again, we we lack goals. And we're going to need a few more. But I enjoyed it. But I think as well, I say, my expectations are pretty low. Well, this is, this, is this not the worry, though, that our expectations are so low that anything other than a, a hammering is, is, is a positive? No, well, or, no, or, no. August no. will do that to you. Yeah, yeah. What, what happened to us in August? Yeah, I think yeah, I'm just yeah. grateful. That well, that's happened. what I said last week. It's almost like we've had our worst with the 7-1, so nothing can be as bad as losing 7-1 at West Brom and it's one all at halftime, blah, blah, blah. But I thought Saturday we played some good stuff. I think... Luongo's just completely off the boil in my opinion but he's, uh, he was better on Saturday yeah, yeah he was, I was going to say well. he, he's, he's Freeman played well as well on Saturday Freeman was excellent on Saturday but what made me laugh was Lampard said oh, we, we were targeting their, their kids it's like they did nothing but kick easy all game they I were, must admit yeah. I would have been tempted to take him off in the second half I didn't think he was the getting, start of it 
early on. I think I didn't think he was involved in the game enough. It's not 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 that I would have not picked him the next game, but Saturday I might, I might might have changed it. I might have brought Smith on early on. Just bully him, so bully, beat a team up sometimes. You got to do it. Sometimes. See, I didn't think we did that. I don't know what you no, guys think. We, we got no. bullied to hell on Saturday in midfield. Well, that's that's when yeah. you change it then, isn't it? Because mm, we didn't have anyone steaming him. I mean, Cameron. I mean, there's that thing with Van Gaal, wasn't there? And he went head to head with their player, and he got booked. And you think, okay, there's bits, but there was no. We, we need to start making tackles on them because they mm-hmm. were bossing us in midfield, big style. And isn't that isn't that Cameron's job? He's one of those players you're told he does a lot of unseen work, which you know, quite a serious. He's kicking people. It's always like you know, sit in front of the back four and block and make tackles and make his presence felt. But who, by and large, played well on Saturday. But uh, mm. I don't. I don't get it with Cameron. Yeah. And uh, I'm. I fully. I am willing to sit here and admit that I'm wrong because everyone in the Crown told me I'm wrong and everyone on my website told me I'm wrong. But I just don't see it with him. He. I've seen concrete blocks that are more mobile than that guy. Yeah. I was astonished that he was as far up the field as he was. To that, score will be a goal. His, that will be his only goal. Because he, can't, he, can't, he, yeah. can't get, he can't get about. And I'm wrong. I'm, wrong. I'm clearly wrong. And I think I'm wrong because I'm biased in favour of the players he's keeping out. Because I like Scowan, although yeah. Scowan hasn't played very well this season. I think it, I, I'm going to mention it every time I come on it. It's scandalous that Ryan Manning is out on loan. Agreed. Mm-hmm. We should not agreed. be paying money to loan in a 33-year-old from Stoke to play in front of younger players that we own that can do that job that we are meant to be building up sellable assets. So I am biased against him. And I admit that I'm wrong, but he just looks slow to me. He makes, he's, he, he's good in the tackle. He makes some very clean tackles, but yeah... With his with his foot on the ball, he acts great. He just he, he, he gives it. he gives the ball away for fun. I mean, yeah. who would have thought it? It's a, a Stoke player who's good physically but can't pass the ball. I mean, <laughs> but I just Very I don't unusual. I don't. I mean, that's why Shakiri's not there anymore. <laughs> I went back to I went back to the Crown on Saturday thinking that he was sort of five out of ten and probably our worst player. And everybody in the Crown had him as their man of the match. And everyone really? on my, everyone on my website said he was man that's, of the match. That, again, that's low expectations, though, isn't it? If, you, if your heart is racing, rushing back to the pub going, I've got to talk about Jeff Cameron. <laughs> things are, now, things I brought aren't it up good. and I just, all I said was, this piece of, piece of fish is good enough for Jehovah. I just said he was, his tackles were good. That's all I said and it started <laughs> off a row, didn't it, really? It's, I think the thing is, I thought Angel played well, if I'm being honest. Well, with but, yeah, yeah but he's all right, he? Yeah, but he, he didn't... Yeah, he's a, he's a calming influence. He's, good. he's, he's a, a good calming influence. At this level he's a footballer as well. Him, yeah. And he knows, he's, what, is he 35 now? Yeah, yeah. So, he, you know, he's not going to play much longer. And he's a calming influence in the team. And he, yeah. apparently, he's good around a dreadful person. Whereas Cameron, I thought, was an unnecessary signing. Although I was under the impression that we'd brought Cameron in as a centre back. This is the other thing that I don't like about it. Is I thought we'd brought him in as a centre back because we didn't get Hefele because Hefele went to Forest. Mm. He was meant to be centre back with Leisner, Really? Yeah. That's what I thought we brought him in for. That's what they said at the time. We're in the market. We need another centre back. That's what they said because obviously we'd lost no, Robinson right. and Anuwe. Uh, and now suddenly we're, we're picking him in midfield. So that's, but Rangel was a necessary signing. Yeah. Um, well, because of injury. Yeah. Because of Furlong's injury. Yeah. And th- again, the panic of what went on in August. You needed someone to come I think in a, word here, a word here as well. I'm, I'm, my, my my German blood in me, or is uh, Tony Larson? I like him. I like him a lot. I like mm. him. I like him yeah. in that team. Yeah. He's, we need. He, I like. He's a. He's hard. They called him Dakar Practor at Union. Um, he's a Spanish, but he's. He's. I'm glad they've signed him. I, I, I like. He, he's like Poulter. His attitude is perfect for the club. Yeah, he plays for this club and he's up for it. Is that the he's sort of a, league we should be looking at? Sorry. Well, I just think he's, he's, there's a sense of humour with him, and he's articulate, and he's funny as well as being huge and beating people up. I just he's the sort of bloke you want around. He's a proper footballer in that way. But is that a sort of league that we should be looking at? That, that well, second division you, in you Germany. Cut, it's cutting your costs of what you can afford. Isn't it? We got him on a free. That's Apparently, what it was Poulter that recommended him to come back yeah. in London, and um, 
So, but it, well, I mean, we haven't made many signings. He's, he's like the only real sign we've made. I was all been loans, really, didn't they? I think Poulter did us a good favour on that because Norwich thought they had him. And Q- really? QPR thought Norwich had him. And bear well. in mind, Norwich have a German yeah. manager. Yeah, so, uh, Nor- uh, Nor- so, Nor- Nor- Norwich thought they had him all tied up, and QPR did as well. So you speak to people at QPR, they were surprised when he rang them on the okay. Monday morning and said, I'm coming. Yeah. Mind well, you, okay. the choice is when he, yeah, really, he, he looks at the map. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like the Janini at Middlesbrough one. When, when, he, when he signed for him, he said, I didn't realise it gets dark. So uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to all, to all our <laughs> listeners in the first city, Norwich is a lovely place, but I totally get what Mel's saying. Yeah. The two... Um, I mean, the only problem, that defence is slow and it's very deep. And again, Cameron sitting in front of them, not moving out. They get... We badly did pierce. They get badly. very deep very quickly. They're looking behind them for where the byline is because they don't want to get caught out for pace. But I like Leisner as well. Who called uh, for the derby goal? Because he left it. So who shouted? Yeah. I've watched it oh, over yeah, and over yeah, again. Yeah, was yeah. it the keeper? Was it, it was either Lumley... Be, yeah. It was either Lumley Lynch, Bidwell or... The Derby striker. Yeah. I have a sus- I have a suspicion ah. that Marriott called for that. Because I, I did wonder. I, I did a, wonder. If that's true, did he call in German? There's no because re- Leisner is a get rid of it and ask questions. Absides, absides is offside. For him to, in for German, him to leave that, somebody. I don't think he said it in German, Mel. I think if, if you, he's clever, if you've done your homework, see, this is the, <laughs> if it works once, it works. That's it. Because it worked with Jimmy Curtin. All the years back. Yeah, he got ah. sent off though, didn't he? Yeah. He, yeah, kicked, he lost he, his bab, didn't he? Probably. He, yeah, but because he was an old teammate of his as well. Yeah. So, so, turned around and belted him. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I mean, obviously it was painful at the time, but when you look back at it, it's quite funny. Which one, get, the Girton one? Yeah, because he got called nuts leg and he, yeah, he, yeah, he yeah. left it and he turned around. <laughs> so a lot of people on the message board said it was Lynch. They want, I know I don't like Lynch anyway, so I, I'm, I think I'm happy to blame something. him for it. But I think I think Marriott. I've watched Marriott's it a few a much times. Story. Let's go with that Let's because with that. because you can't actually see he's he's heard something. He's stopped dead. Blah blah. Your mind's behind him, and then everyone's looking at each other, going, "Who's who, who called?" But that? he also doesn't turn around and have a go at someone. So you'd think if Lynch has called yeah. it and then missed it, he would turn around and say <laughs> yeah. something. You've to really it. studied this, haven't you? I've watched it for ages because I, I was like, "What has happened here?" <laughs> he's, he's, he's like, "There's your wife in the stand in German <laughs> but, yeah. with Sean Walsh." <laughs> oh, have to say Moving that. on. <laughs> it's strictly come podcast. Well, I suppose it had to be mentioned. Um, um, yes. Moving on. Uh, yeah, so I... <laughs> really, Mel? Um, it's, not, it's not the worst thing he's going to fucking hear, is it? <laughs> <sighs> let's just carry on, him, carry let's on. Let's just carry. wish him well, shall we? He's, yeah, he's yeah, one he's of our eyes. He's one of our eyes. He's having a tough week. Probably stitched up. And do you, know what, do you know what? The I mean, there's up, only, so. to me, there's only four people involved in that, and that's the for and no one needs to have their life played out in a cast of millions. That's for bloody no, sure. Yeah, it's wrong. It's wrong. Do you know what I mean? Like, stitched up. Exactly. And all these people who are taking join this downfall, well, hope it never happens to you, honestly. It already has. Yeah, I tell you. But anyway, going on. Do you know what I did find that was interesting Saturday? Is that there's a wee bit of noise coming back in the ground? Do you know what I mean? There was a wee bit was, more of a, a atmosphere. It was, it was fuller when it yeah. sadly was bigger crowds. I mean, they had most of the away end, didn't they? And where I sit was full for a change. Normally you just lounge about, lie across five seats, but I couldn't on Saturday. It was quite disappointing. Because um, <laughs> I wanted to. Um, Do you need that for your sort of meditation purposes yeah, now? I know you're the people that want to stay off this road, but I've. Those seats, quite. I get more injuries from those seats than I got from playing football. It's, it's, there's no room. It's and I, yeah, I'll, mm. bring up, I'll bring something up now that's 
it's relevant because it's relevant to our club. Ellersy Road at half time now is ridiculous. It's probably been ridiculous for a long time. I haven't sat in there for a long time. Mm. Half time, you go down Gutter Peel, Gutter Pint, whatever you're going to do. It is ridiculous. Dangerous, even. Oh, possibly if someone someone tells us we've, we've scored, like Ibrox in 19, was it 1970 or something, but mm. it was just unlikely to us. So, um, <laughs> what I don't get is why has it got worse? It's but it's, it's ridiculous. same space that's I don't know, forever. but it is really ridiculous now. You can't, it takes you 10 minutes, if, depending when you go it's you just you end up like just it's not good as I went well, last time I went to the South Africa road size down there that's horrendous I'm oh, sorry but they have it? spent some money down there this summer we've got, new, we've got new bogs at least in South Africa have road. you noticed that we've got chrome system um, papes I, I haven't I hadn't noticed take that. Fi- I think you should take photos and post these on the net I am because that's all they've done but see, see my point is and I get keen for this but I get keen for everything so what the hell and rightly so I guess in the yard is that we probably do need to move I think Linford Christie Stadium is our only choice to stay in the area. We all know that. We've got to try and see what happens with that and develop that idea. But in the meantime, to get more people in and off this road, we can't keep neglecting it. We have to start doing something. We have to start mm-hmm. making it better. A match day experience isn't pleasant sometimes. It needs to be improved. How we do that, God only knows. Because the concourse at South Africa Road is a joke at halftime. And it's just... But you know that, Clive. You well, can't I think even get atmosphere drinks. is a start. Whatever initiatives there are to create more noise, and you know, some of it can be a bit. Um... Well, you're, you're, you're the family stand. We're yeah. talking about this. Sorry. Do you actually think that is actually working? Because I'm, I'm a great person for not slagging it off, but just wondering what the hell's going on down there because it, it was our noisiest end, and now it's just so. Well, I, I guess it's an entry point to bring kids in, which is okay. a good place to start. Which is but, good. But at the same time, you want to bring them into an atmosphere as well. So I'm obviously, my son's come in. He loves it. He's, he's Bought into it, but it could easily be a, a boy that goes, Well, this is a bit shit. I'd rather go to Man United because that's exciting or it's noisy. Um, but you know, he's mm. what I, I guess what I miss is you used to hear managers or visiting teams going, Oh, I don't like going to Loftus Road, it's tight, isn't it? And when they get on your back, it's uh, not like that now. You turn up, you're in a tin shed, and it's half full and quiet, and we're all pissed off because there's an, a, another shit manager working his way through 12 months. It's that's the thing I think that we miss, you know, yeah, and bit of heart and soul in that ground is will make the world a difference. And then you tend to then overlook the shit facilities and all the rest of it. It doesn't matter. This is home. And no. if you're a visiting team, you don't want to come here. Nothing breeds success like winning. Yeah, of course. Like, of course yeah. If the team... We, like I say, it, it's quite... It, I've found it quite boring this season, as I've already said. And mm. That's a worry, isn't it? It's flat. I isn't it? well, not, you're not alone. I've heard it from sort of floating QPR supporters who... Dip in and dip out, and they're well and truly out right now because it's like, what, yeah, what but I, I know a lot. These, I've heard it from a lot of people that aren't floating that are proper race boys and they're just, okay. just flat. Well, we, yeah. we went to Adam's wedding, didn't we, in the summer? And we all said there was Connor, about, Connor's wedding. Well, aye, you know what I mean? Yeah. Adam was the father <laughs> of the bride, so yeah. as far as I'm concerned, and he booked me as a florist, it was his wedding, all right? Still available for bar mitzvahs, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Funkies, funkies flowers, in is fact, available. But, uh, which reminds me, well done to Sandy Hoop, who used us for her wedding this weekend. And a daughter who got married. That was a lovely... Very good. Oh, and I had to clear... The only thing was I had to clear my QPR shot. That's all they asked, which of course I did. But um, yeah, so Adam stepped aside, as you know, I've known him for years, stepped beside me. And there must have been 30 or 40 people that were regulars to QPR, home and away. Don't go anymore. Now, to me, that's, that's bad. Well, I, I, well no, there's, there's a lot like that. I won't say yeah. they don't go anymore, but they, they pick and choose a bit now. I know yeah. a lot. I'm talking to a lot of people I know that really... It's, they. they more of them maybe went Saturday. How do we get them back? Winning. Team, the team's good. Well, winning, but also the team's got to be, it's got to be good to watch. Yeah. Uh, so do you think McLaren has the ability to reinvent the football inside of it? Because at the moment I'm not seeing that. Well, potentially, think, potentially, but I don't think he cares about reinventing the football side. He needs results in the next four games not to get the sack. 
And that, that's basically, yeah. that is him now. Mm. I think you either got to win with an ugly manager you don't necessarily like, or you have your ups and downs, as we're constantly told we're going to have, because we're a young side, we're changing side, the rest of it. But at least if it's with not young a, manager, a manager and a club, which has got the, got the, you know, got the club in their heart, and then you can identify with them. So I don't mind... Um, seeing us lose seven one at West Brom, but when I see it, Steve McLaren on on the sidelines, who's got nothing, frankly, to do with QPR, he has now because he's currently employed by us, but there's no history there and there's no backstory with him. Then I sort of go, well, can't be asked, and I suspect that's what's going on. Um, there's but, a little, I mean, a little bit of history was there for a little while, and, three months, yeah, but we didn't actually lose a game with him, was there? Cause, with, a, with a hundred million pound team, yeah, but yeah, then, yeah. That's, that's <laughs> yeah, but we lost a few games history, with old Candleface afterwards, didn't we? Yeah, so. well, that's because he was phoning it in from his porter cabin. Uh, the um, <laughs> the Birmingham away game said everything to me. Like Birmingham are crap. Mm-hmm. One there on our yeah. last two visits. With twenty minutes left, we were wasting time at nil nil. That is a manager that thinks he's going to get the sack and is just going to try and grind his way through this season. And that you this mm-hmm. started with how do we get paying punters in? Mm. Watching Steve McLaren try and grind his way through a season and not get the sack. That isn't, he's not going to bring punters that in. That isn't yeah. true, is it? I don't know if it's true or not that the, the Villa are in for him. Is it true? Well, it's a Villa are in for everyone, aren't they? Yeah, it's yeah. yeah. possible. That, as a player, I mean. I mean, he fits a... They haven't had him yet. Someone they've heard of. Yeah, and it's kind of like, who else can we try to take us backwards? Villa are basically... Like early years, Tony yeah. Fernandez QPR, yeah. aren't they? Yeah, they've yeah. spent all the money on all the players and all the managers they've heard of. It's all gone to shit now. All the money's gone, and they're panicking. Yeah. I mean, it couldn't it's, happen to They must have fans. a big wage bill. Their wage well, they, they have to go up this year, otherwise mm. FFP under that three years. Yeah, this is their third year. If they don't go up this year, they are in all kinds of strife next season. Bloody hell! <laughs> it's, you know, but I think it's. I, I hate watching. Even though I just hate watching it. Because of what we've been through, to see no, no, I don't mind with Villa. No, 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 no. They spent, they spent a lot more than we did. I mean, yeah. when you think about, it, we put, we, but you know, how it ends though, don't you? you we spent what two and a half million pound on Connor Washington, which was a gamble that didn't work. So yeah. Finn, I know he's just like no, that's chairman, true. I don't chair, worry about the kids. I'm not a star. Well, David Fraser told me you were chairman of his fan club. Uh, Two person actually these days. Oh, yeah. PC World Love. So we spent two and a half million on Connor Washington. Yes, I just called Clive Love. I don't care. And we were told, you're not allowed nice things anymore. You tried, and that's all the money gone. You can't. You have to make do with Matt Smith and whatever. Villa, <laughs> Villa spent, Scott Hogan. Villa spent 12 million quid on Ross McCormack, <laughs> and who Scott couldn't Hogan. get on. Oh, yeah. He's got Australia or something. Well, can't, once he found his way out of his own garden. <laughs> couldn't, get, he couldn't work his own back gate. They signed um, Scott Hogan 12 for million. 12 million. Yeah. Where's he now? On the bench, can't uh, get fit. Yeah. They spent twelve million on Khadija, who's who's not a bad player, but yeah, he's not right. a twelve million pound player. So get thirty six million pound on three strikers, what? and then Bruce is like, "Well, I need some more." A dimo, uh, a dimo was eleven. So he was allowed to. Some. He was allowed to loan Graben last season. He was allowed to. He's been allowed to loan Tammy Abraham this season. He's got, Yan- yeah. he's got Yannick yeah. Balassi, who cost twenty five million quid when he went to Everton on loan. He's got a Doma, who's brilliant. Neither of them get in the team. Right, I mean. Boy. That's the beauty of football. And it all ends with someone throwing a cabbage at him. That's it. It's just, just pure, it's all just that poetic. Money. I want, I want 42 pence to say it's what happens to him. Not to turn it into the Villa podcast, but look at the players he's got, the attacking ability that they have got, and the money he's spent compared to what we've been scratching around with. Holloway went there and won 3-1 last year with Matt Smith up from and Ram Manning scored, and then we loaned him out. That will teach him. You don't go... Well, yeah, and he's also now our second top scorer, isn't he, Ryan Manning? Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> two for Rotherham. Yeah. yeah. That's good detail. I'll tell you what, if, if nothing else you bring this podcast, Clive, it's useless statistics. Easy, easy top scorer, and then it's Manning. Which says a lot what you were saying, it should be a bloody striker. Yeah, easy, he's got a lot of, lot of ability, a lot of talent, but he's nowhere near what they'd say the finished article is, and I think he's, he's got to learn to, to tackle better as well. When, he, when we haven't got the ball, he's got, if you're going to play midfield, you've got to graph. These days, you, all footballers have got to be everything at all times. I mean. mm. And he hasn't got that to his game yet at all. And this so bit, he becomes a luxury player. What I'm not understanding, and maybe it's because I'm an idiot, which I never rule out, the dribbling around the, the, the penalty area in our own box, I'm, I'm starting to panic like mad. You know, it, maybe it's just to make it a bit Did more interesting. Did you watch Liverpool no, Man City on Sunday? Natural. I fell asleep, I'll be honest. All right, it weren't the greatest of games, but just to see how confident they are when the ball was being played across the front of your yeah. six-yard box. Well, no, I'm talking about we do it now. <laughs> yeah, hours, hours are pretty good. They're waiting for Jeff Cameron to get in some sort of position to receive a pass. That's what but why, why are we doing this? We did it already. I mean, it's not as bad as it was at the start of the season when McLaren came in and was like, oh, we're going to split the centre-backs and we're going to play out from Matt Ingram and whatever I mean that that was terrifying so we have we have modified it slightly I uh, agree with Dan who was on last time I was on I don't think Easy is overhyped and I think he's brilliant he didn't have the best game on mm. Saturday and he does have to play 10 but I would rather him playing off Wells I also think Wells is playing well despite, no, he's, he's despite not playing not badly scoring. but you can see it's getting I would much oh yeah he does need a goal and interesting with a lone player whether he will lose interest if it's if it doesn't go his well, way he's here for the year isn't he He's definitely not signing next year. He's like too expensive. How old is he now? Twenty-eight. Mm. So he's not. He's not going to be here next year. So it'd be interesting to see if he loses interest. See, yes, that's the one thing that is a real bugbear of mine is this whole thing about developing youth. All the couple of, last couple of years trying to get wage bill down, and then we brought three loan players and we've got no value on at all that we can't sell, we can't cash in on, we can't. We're not, we just well, uh, and yet our own player like Manning's going to Rotherham to be yeah, developed well, by somebody know, else. You know, I completely. Yeah, no, agree. but I'm just saying it doesn't. That side of it, I don't. Manning was, was a, Manning was a strange one. I must admit, I felt that just odd, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah I, I mean, cousins, I would have got. Fair enough, cousins going on loan, I would have totally understood. Okay, well, yeah, to yeah. Get two points. You you can only loan out players that somebody wants, and nobody wanted cousins. And also, okay. Also, McLaren really likes Cousins, and I still have the hope because I remember Cousins for Charlton. I thought he was a great sign. Yeah, it's contra- injured again on Saturday. I still have the. His contract's up in the season, isn't it? If it is, then he needs to get good quick because <laughs> I'm getting tired of waiting. Yeah, yeah it's been a while, isn't it? But he, was, he was good at Charlton. You're right. He was he was highly rated at Charlton as well. Well, his best game at Loftus Road so far has been for Charlton. That's if it was best game. <laughs> I mean, you don't, Clive, don't fall in that trap of trying to say, "Oh, well, they're great against us." It means nothing. No, no. I saw him. I saw him a lot for Charlton. I thought he was good. The other thing about Manning is he can cover left back, which uh, has suddenly become very topical. Mm. Yeah. Well, well, so what are we going to do? Are if... we going to get him back though? Will he come back in January? Absolutely, because no, no. uh, Luongo goes to the Asia Cup in January, doesn't he? Is he, okay. is he not loan for the season? Yeah, but you can uh, cut him short in January. Right. They'll be, they will be doing that at one minute past midnight yeah. on January the 1st. But will he want to no, come get, back and sit the bench? The, they'll get the paperwork wrong. No choice. That's true. But then you want a happy player? Because my thing Well, about, they, well they, they shot that bolt ages ago. Yeah. If they were that bothered about him being happy, they probably shouldn't have bombed him out to Rotherham. I mean, I, I am still wanting to see what Young Smith and what um, Samuel can do as well, but with their peers. He'll be waiting a long time. He just doesn't fancy him, does he? He's no, just not having like him. It. I don't understand. I'd, well, I think we'd all like to see a bit more of Samuel. It, again, team lacks pace. There is pace to burn. Let's just have a look, you know. But yeah. I don't know what, what is the issue. Why, why is there a reluctance to give him more of a go? I don't know. By the way, something we've got to talk about on Saturday, and maybe we should not, not talk about these things, the pitch invasion. 
So, uh, I, I didn't. I didn't see this. Well, it, it was amazing. quite near to it me. Amazing. I mean, don't take that into football. That's my advice. <laughs> it was the weirdest one of it. Was he dancing? It looked to me like he was dancing. He, yeah, I don't know. I did. I did clock quite a lot of it, and he wanted to make these like poor headers, like as if he's. But then I thought he was going to make. I thought he was going to make a run for it when the stewards came, and he didn't. I thought, yeah. no, it'll be funny now, and then it wasn't, which is a bit disappointing actually. It looked like um, he planned it in his head, didn't he? Like I'm going to sprint down the LZ but road. He looked off his tits. <laughs> Off his nut. It was, it was, actually, it was lovely to see. You haven't seen the yeah. pure joy in his face. Yeah. I prefer, you know, um, not tw- Twickenham 1981, really. <laughs> but um, it's not really. There was, there was a lot of oddness on Saturday because there was a guy in uh, our block who spent half time filming a sort of selfie video with him and a, a sock puppet on his hand on his own phone. What? Have you seen this? <laughs> no. I mean, it doesn't Did work. Did Steve Bruce sign him? It doesn't work on a po- it doesn't work on a podcast because I can't show you. But do are you kidding me? No, do look it up. Spent half time. At you found of- it. Is it, is it online? Yeah, yeah. There's someone behind him, like, filming, like, what is this guy doing? <laughs> Basically doing a sort of half-time report right. between himself and a sock puppet. Brilliant. Like the Sid the Grievy sort of thing. I mean, it may be a rival podcast. Oh, Jesus. Can you imagine we get done by a sock puppet? I wouldn't... I would, actually, it's, it's not... One of, those goals, one of those goals was definitely offside, but... Um. <laughs> That's weird, is it? Really? I mean, it's not that... Yeah, <laughs> See, we're, I, we're struggling I, for things to talk about. No, no. Though. Listen, I once, I once was in Subway with my friend Alan, and there was a guy who had um, a, a kind of a toy of some sort with a QPR cut on, and he put it in the window, and he was talking to it like, oh, "Really, really fancy today. Like, should be a good game." This, and he was actually nodding back, like, oh, yeah. he, "Is he into Star Wars as well?" I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it explains yeah, a lot. Strange. Maybe we should maybe um, get that as our halftime entertainment. And by the way. Who's playing the music at QPR halftime? <laughs> Before you asked me about sock puppets, you were going to ask uh, what we're going to do now Bidwell's injured. <laughs> he wasn't. Uh, he yeah, wasn't. He, he, was, was, he was. He started to ask. I did, but you know what, Clive? Look, dear listeners, I've been to Belfast and back, <laughs> and I'm knackered. My, my friend Stephen, who's a QPR fan, didn't tell me we had to get up at four o'clock in the morning to go to Belfast Airport, and we didn't get to Dungan under 12. Thanks for putting me up, Stephen. Next time I'm staying in the Premier Inn. Um, I went to see Glenn Tor Linfield last night. We lost. Glenn's been brilliant all season. Turn up, they lose. I am a scud. Terrible. But interestingly, in my journey back, I met two QPR fans. Then we're going to Bidwell. At the airport... Off topic here. Yeah. At the airport, fella goes like... He saw the QPR phone and he's like, QPR. And I'm thinking, oh, jeez, here we go. Like, I'm going to get absolutely hammered. And he was saying, no, my dad was the only Jewish QPR fan in, in Belfast. There you really? go, he reckons. There you go, that was the first one. Second one, talking to a woman in the queue, because I got the coach, I'm never doing that again. Never getting the, the National Express from Stansted again, it's not worth it. I mean, anyway. Where, I, I where am I? Yeah, yeah, don't worry. But listen, and they're sitting talking to this woman. Actually, with that bloke on the pitch. <laughs> and um, she was a QPR fan, and she showed me a little WhatsApp group, so I met two QPR fans, and the only two people I talked to on the way back, so we are not a small club, we are everywhere. And Bidwell. And views on Bidwell, yeah. I, I did not. Okay. I should have asked. You're right, Jim. I missed, I missed <laughs> yeah, the right. trick there. Hello, me and Mel went to see. How many QPR fans have we bumped into that time? Quite a few, actually, yeah. In Belfast. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Clive Bidwell, what are we going to do? And you're right, I was going to ask that question. And if you're still with his listeners, thank you. I'm not sure. I'm with, where am I? Bidwell, yeah. replacement. What you're do we do? On a National Express bus. Oh, it just felt sick. Yeah. Oh, get the train next time. Or driving. It's a bleak Twice scene. Twice uh, oh, I don't uh, care about the price, Mel. It's just that. Uh, Baptiste comes in. That, isn't that it? <laughs> And isn't that it? Is, that, is this the only option? Isn't what it? a left back! Mm. Yeah, Lynch to left back. His two best games for QPR have been at left back. 
That's interesting. Is that the one when that villain came Norwich at home and uh, in Holloway's first game. Played left back, played very well. And Wolves at home when he crossed for Matt Smith. Uh, Lynch to left back, Cameron to centre back. Which okay, I earlier yeah, discussed yeah. is where just, he was which is signed plan to play. A, yeah. Go back to plan A yeah. and scouring into midfield. But what about Hall? Do we know oh, that? Paul, yeah, honestly, I'll, I'll play for QPR before Grant Hall does. You don't think this is going to happen? Oh, is it? Uh, I just, I, go, mate, look at the, go, let's look at the evidence. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Matthew Rose used to manage a couple of games, then get injured. but he Miraculously managed a couple of games whenever his contract was about to expire. Uh, there was always a little bit of cynicism there, wasn't there, Clive? What, with Matthew Rose? <laughs> he eat 10 years out of this club by playing really well for the last 15 games of his contract every time. Do you remember the time he, we, we, I'm sure it was him, at, it was him at Alden when the ball bounced up and broke his bloody wrist or something. He, he just came back from injury, the ball bounces up and, and does his wrist. I remember him breaking Chris Day's leg against uh, That was bad. Oldham. He laid, that laid was a 60-yard pass back up about, three, about 38 yards short. Do you know what? I remember watching that and everyone just went, oh, uh, yeah. oh. That was nasty. But then we would never have got Lee Camp without that. Bit of a legend. We were talking about him last night in Belfast because Martin Percival was there as well last night. We talked about um, uh, Martin Beaton. Thank you. I'm terrible with names. I think it's the age. You're older than me, Millie. Are you forgetting things? No. How old? I remember your name and stuff, which is quite surprising. How old is Lee Camp now? He's still his Birmingham goal, isn't he? Um, yeah, he's still playing, isn't he? Yeah, he's playing for Birmingham. Yeah, oh, he, he must be in late thirties. Saw his dad after the Birmingham game the other week. He basically said he had a real bad knee injury, basic to the point of retiring about eighteen months ago. But Sunderland were that desperate; they offered him a contract and he took it. And Birmingham was so desperate this year. He, he's not played, playing well. If you look played, at the Birmingham highlights, he's he's all over the show. He played for us in two thousand four, Hartlepool away, was his mm. debut, wasn't it? Yeah, amazing. They picked him up on the bus on the way there. And he made a good save, but it was nil-nil, wasn't it? And he made a good save in that game. So 2004, so what was he, about 20 then? So there you go, 14, he's about 34 now, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. He, should, he shouldn't be playing. Oh, it's just desperate away. clubs keep offering him contracts. Wow. But he's still younger than some of our players. <laughs> Saying nothing. Right, we're going to go on now, because it's international break. What are we all going to be doing Saturday, eh? Froome Town v Harrow Borough for me. Oh, really? Never West been, Country, that's never, my part never, of the world. Never been there, so... Good. Really? You yeah. Can, okay. Bit of ground, I mean. Well, a bit of drinking in somewhere should else. Should everyone take... Well, basically going with this. It's should a everyone... non-league football day this weekend, isn't it? Is it one of those non-league yeah, football so days? Yeah, so everyone should take a non-league day in. Yeah, if they want, yeah. Clive, would you ever go and... What's, what's our dearest on the Wingate and Finch, I suppose? Wingate and Finch. Just appointed uh, Nicky Shorey as manager, the old Reading... And Reading Glenn Little as assistant? Yeah, but if you've ever heard Glenn Little talk, I think that's bibs, balls and cones. And it was, Nick, <laughs> Nicky Shorey will be doing the thinking. It was good at Willstone, actually. He played for Willstone for quite a bit, Glenn Little, last few years, and he was good. No, but, yeah, good player. It was yeah. fantastic for Glenn Torn. Absolutely legendary. But, uh, Moving on. Yeah, I mean, look, just go and watch a game of football. It's you know, better than watching us, isn't it? Jim, you going to do No, I, I, when's the England game? Is it Friday? Friday, Friday, night, Ma- is it? Friday and Monday. Friday. Oh, OK. Well, I'll watch one of them for about we're 10 in, minutes. We're in Seville, we're in Seville on Monday. You are? No, I'm not going to miss it. It's in real Betis's ground. Oh, that'd be good. Hey, that's nice. Yeah, that's nice. That'd be a nice little venue. Yeah, it feels nice. I'm going to Vienna to watch Northern Ireland. That's a nice play. What, the Ernst Happel Stadium. Ernst Happel. Yeah. yeah? It's quite a good stadium. It's old. It's quite old now. Okay. See? Maybe kind of watching. He, he's not even... He's, and Ernst Happel was a Dutchman. He's not even Austrian. Oh, okay. A bit, like, is... bit like Hitler not being a German, really. 
Okay. I can say that. It's not, nothing's stopped me saying that. It's, it's, it's completely not. factual information. Clearly yeah. not. For those who are still listening to us, <laughs> you, should, you should come on more often. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just think, how the hell did. Oh, yeah, my fault for mentioning Austria. It's always my fault. Never mm. learned, never learned. Anschluss. Yeah. So, what if. And the fact that it's international break, Jim. Yeah. What do you think we should be practicing more for our away trip to uh, Ipswich when we come back? What, sh- what should we be practicing more? Uh, Bear in mind they've won a game now. They have Thank won a game. God for that. But, but, <laughs> but still, they haven't won a home game yet, have they? Not we home. could. I'd, I'd, I'd keep it fairly basic. Try scoring some goals. Always a, helps. A, a touch of creativity is what's needed, isn't it? And um, a bit of finishing. We seem to be. We do actually seem to be appearing to string some clean sheets together, which is promising. We have won two away games, have we not? In the last. Yep. Of our, of our quota of three for the it's season. Yeah. yeah that's, well, that'll do. We're ahead of schedule. Two thirds of the way. We're ahead of schedule. So, yeah. A, a little run, I think. A couple of comfortable home wins to do us nicely. I'd like to free kicks and corners myself. Yeah. yeah. For, for all the moaning about McLaren, that's a good point. Is we mm-hmm. only won three away games last year, and we've already won two this, and we only kept seven clean sheets last year, and we've already kept four this. So that, that is, that and, is, and, is and, it was, yeah. and haven't we the only team that conceded on the corner or something? Or yeah, there's three teams in the league that haven't conceded off a corner. Obviously, Tony Pulis never concedes off a corner, so he's one of them. But yeah, we we are one of the other ones. Wow, see, people come into so this podcast... It, it, Ipswich 10-0 then, five, so, five goals from Well, I mean, if Ipswich had lost at Swansea on Saturday, yeah. I don't think there would have been any mortgage point in going. Mortgage mortgage the whole mortgage would have been yeah. going on Ipswich. Other people's mortgages. <laughs> so this is why I like this podcast. You've learned about National Express at Stansted Airport. You've learned about everything. And, yeah, that's, that's a brilliant start. I didn't realise that about the corners. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah we got... Probably go to hell after five minutes on uh, yeah. You've just yeah, absolutely yeah, yeah. scudded us completely, you know. Yeah, you but got, but we haven't had a penalty yet either, have we? We haven't, had a, we haven't had a penalty yet. You do have to go in the opposition's penalty area to get Oh, yeah, God. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah, yeah. Those little things off again. I've been in Lothlower for five years, I think. I don't reckon I've seen a penalty in it. No, there was. Not fair. There was one last year. I remember Kerry yeah. Dixon's penalty winning the, oh. winning the loft upper. But, uh. <laughs> that was. Do you know what? I, I I watched that back on YouTube the other day just for a laugh. You know, sometimes you get bored, you go through all this the old QPR stuff, and I recognise a lot of the people behind there. But it looks so much better then than I remember. Actually, to be fair, the Chelsea fanzine at the time would come out a week later. The front cover had a map of Shepherd's Bush and he had put X where the penalty landed. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of the worst. It was almost as bad as the Man City penalty. That's what I was going to say. I, yeah. start, I started thinking about that. I remember Simon Barker against Middlesbrough put one so far over the bar. It's like that was upper school end in the relegation year. I was just watching Mares on Saturday. I was like, he was obviously going to miss, but to miss like that. That was spectacular, wasn't it? Yeah. That's what 50 million quid buys, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Well, we should know what money doesn't mean anything. So Until you haven't got it. Yeah. Well, exactly. And then you, you start saying, we can't bring in players, we've got no money, we're de- developing kids, and you get rid of the kids and sp- spend the money again. Who knows? What we haven't talked about before we go on to the hour's end is our new board member. Clive, what do you think that's about? Jobs for the boys. Really? He plays a lot of golf with Amit. I, yeah. I mean, I still firmly believe that that Amit thing is... Um, a PR move. Yeah, absolutely. Who's who's runs the club on the finance side, uh, and Ferdinand was meant to be running it on the football side. But I think we've gone back to what manager wants, manager gets, and I think that was a move purely to uh, stop Fernandez getting pelters on Twitter. And what's his CV? Do we know? 
He is a, a property developer who. So dropped- we should say his name, sorry, Cliff. Go on. Jamie Rudin. <laughs> Cheeky. Yeah. No, he's a property developer and a Chelsea fan who tried to buy into Newcastle and failed. I was told by someone he had a season ticket down there, but I wasn't sure if it was true or not. Right. The probably, the, I mean, if it is a strategic thing, the property thing coming back to the Linford Christie Stadium is probably is possibly mm-hmm. a reason. But, I mean, we've had board members come and go all the time at QPR, don't they? I do think a lot of it is jobs for the boys. Because that it, hasn't... It looks... Like, I mean, I... Nothing wrong with judging him purely by looking at his picture, but he looks like one of Amit's mates. He looks like a Chelsea <laughs> fan. He looks like a property developer. You know, we'll see. Yeah. And that's factually what I believe. That, Linford, so. that Linford Christie Stadium is really, really important. We need to... Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, so, absolutely. you know, the more property expertise and, all, you know, I think he's Tory donor as well, so, you know, which again, <laughs> doesn't, speak, it doesn't speak to his character much, but might be, use, speed the might, might be useful. <laughs> this, this, yeah. this podcast is politically neutral and anyone that follows me on Twitter knows that my views are neutral as well. Mm. Yeah. Um, well, I think, listen, if the Linford Christie, if he's brought in to do that, he does that, you can forgive him for anything apart from if he wants to merge us or is obviously had been a Chelsea fan as one of them things, but it is interesting. I was cast an eye on that, and the first thing I thought of this is Linford Christie. This is about that because Emma also hasn't got any more. Sh- I am right in thinking he's still the lowest shareholder at QPR. I think he's got t- a minuscule amount, it's not many at all, is it? So, PR, it's, but- basically, it's basically 60. 60-something, 30-something, Fernandez and uh, mm, Ruben. Ruben, unpronounceable surname. Maybe we just fancy another board member called Ruben. I mean, you can never have too many. Right? <laughs> Maybe, you know what, Clive, that could, known QPR, we're going down property development, we're going down new stadium, but you're probably right. Just didn't want to be the only Ruben in the room. Yeah, rich guy called Ruben, come work it. Well, how, how committed will he be to his role? I mean, what, we don't, what, well, we don't yeah. know what the role is. What is his role? I agree. If he is, if Just he a is director, in, isn't it? He just might be turned out of the meetings once. He might be, but if, yeah, if he is going to bring the skills and experience he's got to help us sell up he's and develop something new, then that's got to be good news for us, isn't it? I remember when I was 32. I was an idiot. I can't remember when I was 32. I'm an idiot now, I'm 49. So that makes a difference. But um, I, It's taking a cheery turn, hasn't it? But it's, it's interesting because we do need something out in the boardroom. We do need some dynamic force. Now, and I think that Amit becoming chairman, albeit a face to speak to the fans. So, other Ruben runs a club. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, his, absolutely. I, he runs a club. He has 66, 67%. He is. He runs a club. Who's runs it for him? Mm-hmm. You know. That's why I always. You know. People shouting at Fernandez on Twitter and say, you know. I mean, it's idiotic doing that anyway. But you're idiots. The, the guy with the power is the guy you don't hear from. Mm. Who's runs a club financially? Other Ruben has all the power. Fernandez was just a front person for people to yell at about signing a striker. Signing another striker. Spend that money. You got loads. Of spend it. that money. Why are we spending that money? We signed two strikers. If I had all that money, I'd spend it. (laughs) Yeah, and we'll still be rubbish. Um, We're going to go to the hours end of the show um, because we can't do predictions, obviously. Are we having a podcast next week? Don't know. You've barely had one this. (laughs) Yeah, but I don't think it was listening nice. We can say what the hell we want. Because we've been so careful beforehand that, <laughs> that now we can really let the shackles go and just say what we want. But don't get us sued because Fraser hasn't got any money. All right? I definitely haven't got a bean. I think we'll probably get a draw at Ipswich now, I think. I still want no, Red Scott at night. Range of mate. No, are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think McLaren will yeah. play, for, play for a nil-nil. Oh, just that they haven't won at home yet. Oh, don't. I'll... He'll go for a nil-nil and he'll get it. Mm. I think nil-nil as well. It's, it can't, I just can't see another away win so quickly. 
Got yeah, I don't think anyone's going to go in a way we know. Shrug your shoulders and move on to other games. But, but... But... They got three goals at Swansea. We didn't even get three throw-ins at Swansea. Well, that was another game we gave up in. And that's, mm. that's why I was pleased that Saturday went the way it did, because we have been prone to giving up in games this season, mm. which I didn't like. Their body language and whatever. You were raging at Swansea. Well, I haven't gone all the way to Swansea to see him give up. I mean, I don't mind getting beat. I'm very used to that. That was weird, wasn't but it? But just that, watch it. I mean, that last goal, when they completed 32 yeah. passes, and I don't want to get on Luongo's back particularly, but his part in that goal, just walking about. All right, you've had a bad World Cup, mate. Get over it. Yeah. It's pretty, yeah. It's pretty, what, that was unhealthy, though, that performance, wasn't it? That, That's what that I thought, mm, which yeah. is why I was pleased that Saturday yeah. went the way it did, having gone behind. It can fluctuate like that, though. Because normally that, that is, you see what's going on at Man United, where they've all clearly checked out. But at least that's consistent. Whereas to sulk in Swansea and then turn up and then turn it on is yes, it is encouraging, but it just makes me wonder what's going on in that dressing room. So we said the clean sheets have imp- the clean sheets have improved and their way form has improved. But one thing that hasn't and hasn't for some time is the distance between our best performances and our worst mm. is still vast mm-hmm. and often within the space of a week. So we play like that at Swansea and then play, you know, yeah. a week after we played so well against Millwall and then play like that on yeah. Saturday. And McLaren did say in the summer when we interviewed him for the podcast, he said, I watched, watched you last season and the difference between your good at Aston Villa uh, and your bad, like Forest at home, right, did say that. often within a week was huge. And we mm. need to, you know, mm. managers talk about consistency as a lazy cliche, but... And it's, he hasn't improved on that because we've had some appalling games this season, and then a week later we're off and away again. I don't, I don't know what the answer is, but yeah. he hasn't he hasn't improved that. Oh, is it in the Clive? No, that was that was going to be it. Is it? Yeah. Nothing else. No, I want to go to the pub. Yeah, I'm with Clive. <laughs> There's nothing about German football. There's no, nothing. No, we're about, not. We're, we're, this is, this is Union Berlin still haven't lost. But, um, Oh, Paul, st- Polter's back, isn't he? Polter yeah, he scored, he scored when he, when he I saw back. his big, his, uh, his uh, big mate, return the other night. Yeah, but they... Um, no, look, I mean, this season's just flat, isn't it? And it's like, it, it's, you know, just like time machine now, please, to next season, to, which probably might be equally flat, <laughs> so we don't know. Yeah. Um, but um, at least we've got through this. I don't, yeah, look, what else is there to say? We, there's, there's teams, thankfully, there's quite a few teams worse than us. I think there's mm. some teams with some points deductions coming as well. Possibly, but you can't rely on that. Um, yeah, but, we can. Um, oh, lovely, lovely. Nah, default. but if, look, if you think <laughs> if you think that other teams are going to get points deduction, this is Queens Park Rangers you're talking about. One of our players will have been related <laughs> to the Littlewoods Pauls fortune from something. There will be deducted points from 1961 or something. Uh, it's Rangers, isn't it? I mean, you know, there there aren't many teams that go on the ride that like we go on. It's, there are occasional ups, there's a hell of a lot of downs, isn't there? But <laughs> well, we finish on a song. <laughs> <laughs> if you're still with us, listener. Positive. Are you selling we, the book? We didn't lose on Saturday. Are you selling the book, Bill? I haven't written it yet. All right, but your last <laughs> book, is it still for sale? Yeah, plenty. It's 500 in my garage. Incidentally, if you can find The rare it, ones are the unsigned. I yeah. was just going to yeah. say, if you can find a copy of Mel's first book that isn't signed, it's worth a lot of money. I've got 500 in my garage. <laughs> and it's worth reading. It is, it is. Yeah. New, new one's better when I finish it. Grounds for Divorce, one of the best titles for a book ever, by the yeah, way. Yeah, how bloody accurate that is. I was going to say, it turned out to be quite apt. Stop it now. <laughs> Do you know what, Mel? I didn't Come think on. about that as I said it. <laughs> uh, I did when I wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> Jim, save us for Christ's sake. I think it's for the best, we call it a day, don't you? I'm the man yet. All right, go on then. 
This will be a while, Jim. So all just right, okay. uh, rest, on, rest yourself there. Right. No, no. I'm. I'm. All I was going to say, it was great to see um, the the lads on the pitch in Saudi. Dave Thomas. Oh, that was great. That was just so so lovely. The club to do that. I I, I we slot I slot the club for things many a time, but. That was a beautiful thing to see Dave and them lads on the pitch and to see Frank McClintock back and everything else. And well, well, the thing about Frank McClintock, what I like, and just one Arsenal supporters up, he said the best team he ever yeah. played in was that QBR team. That's and bear in mind, he won the double with yeah. Arsenal, etc. Yeah. But he said that's the best team he ever played in. It was a really interesting interview. I mean, those interviews can go, you know, yeah. different ways on the pitch Usually bad. Time. But he was really interesting. You know, he talked about when he arrived at QPR and he didn't know who half the players were, couldn't believe how good they were. He spoke really well. It was, that was, it was a lovely... I think, yeah, the best I thing think about yeah, he genuinely did enjoy his time here. That's, that's why we, no, we should have won a bloody league, but we someone, didn't. Someone said to me, or I read some of them, you know, a lot, lot of the people in the media in them days are saying the QPR is the greatest team that never was in the European Cup. Oh, do you know what I'm convinced? I, I know, nice you know, you know, yeah. not now the Champions League. It's like Spurs beat Real Madrid last year. All these Spurs sports going, oh, we beat Real Madrid. We just lost to Hirona the week before. I went, you're playing them at a good time. I went, see who gets to the final. Look who ends up winning it. Yeah. The truth is now you, you have a, you lose 4-0 in, in the old days. I wait a moment, you were out. Now yeah. you've got time to, to come back and, you know, make it right. I still, Liverpool had such a lovely draw that next year. They played like a Maltese team, a Finnish team. They didn't play anyone until they played St. Etienne in the semi-final that year. And Bruce Mitchell go back in the final. I'm just convinced. See, so you're won saying it. we would have won it? I think we might well have done. No, seriously, I think we Maybe might. Maybe we should well do have what done. Leeds do and just swing our scars around and pretend we did anyway. Yeah, but at least I smashed Paris up. <laughs> that's, a, that's a great. And <laughs> the, and but that was great. And what a great job Andy Sinton has done with all Absolutely. of that. Absolutely, Andy Sinton is fantastic for our club. Probably one of the yeah. best signs we've ever made. Actually, yeah, just, to be honest, yeah. you know. The way we is infectious as well. The way we represent ourselves and carry ourselves now in all of that sort of stuff is so much better than it was five years ago. And Sinton deserves an enormous amount of credit. Just such a nice fellow because he cares about club. He he cares, and he and he puts into his work. He obviously works very hard as well. He's working the networks and making sure people, you know, are feeling part of the club. So yeah. Right on it to call him out. I think he still lives in him. the Midlands as well. He's commuting. He? He's commuting to do. Well, he's still Telford manager. Yeah, somebody <laughs> told me this last week. It's one. Yeah, he is. He's still out there. Jordy, he? Also, he gives the media team two rings to let uh, let them know he's got home safe, which was my favourite thing of last week. <laughs> oh, that's lovely. That's lovely. And that, that's a beautiful thing. That's what you want to hear, isn't yeah. it? That's, 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 that's a I know. Your nan will give us two rings <laughs> when she's got home. Yeah. Oh, I see. <laughs> Three them out with a bird. Isn't it? Four them out with another bird. Exactly. And the other thing is, um, I saw Martin Percival last night. Martin, I know you're having a horrible, horrible, horrible time and uh, thoughts with your big man, and it was lovely to see you uh, in Belfast yesterday. Right. I'm going to finish the podcast by saying it wasn't as bad as I thought it could have been. <laughs> UPR, UPR, Chris Park Ranger.